everybody we're here you don't know who we are some of yeah. you might know but some of yeah. you may not know but we're yeah. here and mm -hmm. we're excited to be here we have been um thinking planning this for a long time but this is the first episode mm. of the city on a hill often referred to as koa mm. first episode of the city on the hill podcast mm. um and so we're gonna spend this first episode letting you get to know us and who we are and uh why don't we start off with you oh young shoot buck. i gotta young i gotta buck. start us off get us okay. all get us started uh my name is joshua fela i am right. 22 years old hailing from 22. southern california um Gosh, I was I, gonna say you're single, but you're not. I'm not Damn, single. I just found out, dude. You found out five 90, minutes ago. Yeah. Bring man in you out. If you get some yeah, text dude, later this dude, week, sorry. Oh shoot. Fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I uh, I guess like a little background on me. Um, I like fell in love and found my passion for video through like action sports um, and grew up in kind of like that scene and was always like super inspired by by sports and athletics and the creativity and element that went into that um and then when i turned 17 i got my first job That's at right. a studio come on um and then started working for a church shortly Starting after young. um yeah so i just i just hit my five years working in church video as well um been doing it been doing it for a minute now but i five i years. yeah thoroughly have enjoyed every every step of the process so Joshua yeah. is the young phenom. He, yeah. he'll, he'll never say it, but he is the, uh, he's like the LeBron James. Oh he, God, you he, cannot say he that. he came out of high school, it was like, <laughs> you can't how say old that. is this kid? Oh gosh. Like young yeah. phenom. Now he's 22, but mm. been crushing it for five years. Mm. Mr. Uh, Steven Byer. Uh, I am 34. I had to think about that for a second. Oh. I'm like, I'm at the age of where. You don't look it. The, <laughs> it's like, I, I, it doesn't really matter anymore, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I am married, uh, coming up on our four-year anniversary, and we Ooh. are expecting, we have a baby on the way. Oh, right. let's uh, go. Super exciting. We haven't even announced that yet. No, but by the time this comes out, it'll, it'll, it'll be out of the world. Cat should be out of the bag. Mm. Um, but I yeah. feel so special knowing this <laughs> now. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a smaller church. Um, anywhere between 50 to peak probably 150. And as a lot of you who are in church work probably know, when you're in a smaller church, you wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Um, and so eventually started doing video announcements and fiddling around with doing commercials and just have always been into movies and film. And so started falling in love with doing that at the church. Uh, eventually, some of my uh, friends moved down to the San Diego area, and I met this guy. Yep. Um, what a meeting it was. Oh, for sure. It was glorious. <laughs> I believe it was Pizza Port, <laughs> if I recall. Well, the first time we actually ever interacted was at Christopher's wedding. For sure. No, I was talking but, about but the, the, actual met, yes. yeah. the actual meeting. The actual meeting. And so, yeah, so then we started working together, and I met uh, Josh there as well. Yep. And so we've been doing videos together oh, yeah. for the I last mean, five yeah, years. Crazy. Five years, which yeah. is crazy. kind of wild to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's been five it years. It does not feel like it's been five years. Yeah. Well, my name is George, George mm. Coltrane. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. I, you know, I I don't like that, but I you know, some people call me that, but it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I've <laughs> been in and around video and church world now for 10 years, which is crazy mm. to think about. Um, I, I grew up in a church. My parents are you know, pastors and deacons and all part of church. So I've been around church my entire life and been around most of the churches growing up were kind of smaller churches as well. And then, yeah, um, 10 years ago, started interning and eventually um, took over the film department at a fairly large church, which is where I met, uh, eventually mm -hmm. met both of these guys. Um, had, a, had a team of 
seven staff. Yeah, six, seven staff at, the, at one point in time. And um, to be honest, was thrown into leadership way too early and way too young. I was, tw- I think I was 26 when they gave me the full, the head, the head department, mm. the head of that department, which, God, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, mm. But we had an amazing team and we had an amazing run and it was super fun. And again, that's mm. where these guys, so yeah, we've known each other for a long time. You're gonna mm. get the vibe. We're really good friends. We're really mm. comfortable around, around another. Mm. We're gonna talk about yeah. a lot of different stuff in this podcast. I think what would be cool to start off this podcast and hear from you guys. Um, we you guys talked a little bit about your church experience and your background, mm. um, but what would you say? Um, let's start. We're going to do this backwards. What would you say? What would you say is your heart and your passion, and your desire for this podcast, and why? Mm. Um, yeah, like what are you hoping to get out of this, and what are you hoping other people to get out of mm. this this podcast setting? I guess I'll kick it off. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think part of it is we want the creatives out there to kind of know that you're not alone. Mm. Um, you know, there's been a lot of things lately of you know, different video groups, video makers coming through the ranks, uh, kind of just out there in the in the normal world. But within the church space, yeah. there isn't a lot of people to look to. And so we're kind of like, well, what if we start that? What if we, you know what's funny is I feel yeah. like a lot of them have church background to some degree, for sure. Yeah, which is yeah. really interesting to see mm-hmm. too. Like you see some of them either maybe started in the church or, you know, whatever the case might be. But yeah, for sure, within like the faith creative or church space, there seems to be a little bit of a void. So yeah, and mm-hmm. and also hopefully taking away the stigma that you know, church video has a certain vibe, which, yeah. you know, if yeah. we're being honest, probably everyone's thinking the same Cheesy thing. Lame. Cheesy, Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and, and just knowing that there's a lot of people who are Sucks. aspiring mm-hmm. to bigger, better things. And yeah. we want to be a voice for that and give a place for that conversation. Mm. Yeah. And you, and you having been around church world for a long time, you've seen a lot of it. You've seen for sure. Like, I mean, Lutheran church, mm-hmm. very small church, um, setting then to mega church. So where the church that we worked at and, and we all met each other at was um, a legitimate mega church. I mean, we, when I was there, I, I know it's gotten bigger since, but the seventh camp was, yeah, I think they opened up their seventh campus right before I left. Mm-hmm. 12, 13,000 mm-hmm. people in mm-hmm. that range. Yeah. Um, the main campus, the one we were on was I think 4,000 in and of itself at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's a very large, so you've seen sure. small churches, you've oh, seen yeah. mega church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're getting ready to go into church planting, mm-hmm. which we'll get into that, which is fun. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've seen a lot of different um, kind of perspectives mm-hmm. from a different church realm. And and um, I think that that's interesting. What about you, Young Gun? What's your like, oh, why are you, why, what's, what's your, what's your stake in the game? I feel like I come from a very different space because you guys obviously have lived it out and done it a lot longer than I have where I'm definitely in the thick of it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning as I go and just yeah. like I I've lived my life with the the kind of just hard work will never go out of style and just willing to put in the hours put in the work be a listener be a learner mm-hmm. um, and just surround myself with people like you guys who are quick to push and grow me and show me and like kind of like I guess in a way show me the dumb tax you guys have paid to and the mistakes mm-hmm. you guys have made and <laughs> and things and just I'm, my whole thing is just surrounding Aww. myself by people who are gonna <laughs> who are gonna grow me so I don't know I'm not gonna be quick to probably be like, oh, here's how you do it, because I'm very much so still learning as I go. And um, so, so are we. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, 
I yeah. think that's the beauty about being a creative is, yeah. is you're always learning or you yeah. should be anyways. Yeah. And I don't think that, I don't, I don't want that to ever go away from me, for but sure. especially right now in the season I'm at, just a, a young gun trying my hardest to make something happen. Gun, so dude. keeping us, yeah. keeping us old lines. On our, <laughs> oh my gosh. On, stop. On, our, on our toes, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's going to take the pride over. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah. So I, that's great. I think for me, like the thing that I really hoping uh, everything that they said I, I'm super in agreement with I think community for me is huge I know it's kind of like one of those buzzwords on churches mm-hmm. people say community all the time but like mm-hmm. honestly you know like I'm on YouTube a lot I'm on you know Instagram and all these different spaces and, and there's feels like there's always great community for these kind of other like subgenres of creativity even like some of my friends who I know a lot of guys who are like in the music space like mm-hmm. you know Christian hip-hop or just you know kind of Christian pop or just you know just in music and it feels like those guys are always so cl- close and tight-knit yeah. um, like they're even when they're like kind of on different coasts, like they're they're always really close mm-hmm. and they have like a community of one another and and like what they do is 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 obviously a bonding agent in that. And I don't know if it's just my experience, I, I suspect not, but it feels like a lot of the church creative space or and not even just church creative, but kind of the faith creator mm-hmm. space seems so siloed. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard, like being a creative, being a filmmaker, being a graphic designer or, or you know, animator, any of that different stuff, be, being in that, tr- in that like creative space as a faith, as someone who loves Jesus, whether you're working like on staff at church, maybe you're contracting or maybe you're doing it in like in the works, in the workplace. It's hard and it can get lonely like really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. feels like, you know, like I said, I'm on, online and I'm, I find people who I'm like, man, they're really good technically and they're really good. Like, and, you know, but then. I'm like, but they not don't necessarily understand kind of that bridge between my faith and my art or my passion. And then there's some people online who are like really, you know, about their faith, but they don't necessarily do what I do. And so like just kind of create a community where mm-hmm. where people can be authentic, um, share some of the ups and the downs about maybe being, you know, what that what that what that bridge looks like. Um, people who can encourage one another, pray for one another, yeah. give tips, help yeah. people get better at what they do you know, um, all of that. Like, I, like, again, I know community is kind of like a just overused word, especially in church, but like, I really desire to have community in and around people who, mm-hmm. when I talk about like really nerdy camera stuff, <laughs> they get it or sub, or, you know, story and structure and, you know, all these different things. And people are like, yeah, like, you know, and that bring that makes people come to life. I long to have more community around that space. And so I think that's a big part of this podcast and even just not just a podcast, but the platform that we're building. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff that we're doing is geared around, for sure, around helping people to learn, um, creating authenticity, creating community, mm-hmm. um, inspiring people, encouraging one another, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, giving them resources. All of that is kind of the heart mm-hmm. behind what we do. And this podcast yeah. is just one kind of arm extension of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, for sure. So give me this. What would you say? You guys can think about it if you need, but give me a few minutes here of what is your favorite thing since we've all have worked specifically on a church mm-hmm. payroll church staff mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing of having worked on a church staff whether it's you know small church large church whatever that was mm-hmm. what was your favorite thing i mean there's kind of the obvious thing of like you're creating art specifically for the purpose of giving glory to god mm-hmm. and typically at a church you have nobody getting in the way of that direction like everybody's kind of on that that same mindset now the funny thing is there's a flip side of that coin of like that can also sometimes be a crutch 
mm. of like thinking that it has to be a certain way, fit in a certain style. Sure. But I will say there is there's just something really powerful about working with other believers together on something. Yeah, totally. And so being a part of community, like I had, I had a lot of fun when I first started and I was just messing around, like figuring things out. That was really cool. But that was nothing compared to joining a team mm-hmm. and, and being with other people and getting to create with other people mm-hmm. and then just, yeah, see the work that you put in together come to fruition is just so, so cool. Yeah. Again, that's, that's a big reason of why we're here. Totally. Like we're, we want to do this together. And so that mm-hmm. by far to me was the most valuable thing is being a part of a team that has a common goal and that goal being give glory to God. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious from you too. Cause are you, when you first came, mm-hmm. so Josh was an intern of, was yeah. an intern of mine seven, five years ago, 17. Yeah. yeah. What was, so I, I want you to, you still answer what was your favorite thing, but I'm also mm-hmm. curious what drew you to want to do that at 17? What drew you to wanting to like, you wanted to work at the church, yeah, which, yeah. Was, which not yeah. might be a lot of people say that. <laughs> yeah. So what was like the like, oh man, like that looks mm-hmm. fun or that looks like I, I want to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah. I don't want to steal Steve's answer, but it's, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. Like filmmaking, I had started when I was in high school just for fun, like with GoPro cameras and stuff and whatever, sure. whatever I had around me, even just like making iPhone films and stuff. Cause I didn't have any cameras. Um, but it had been like a, a solo journey up until that point. Totally. And I had never had anyone who I looked up to really that wasn't already like a mainstream success in the world. Um, and meeting you guys and the team and people and seeing people like a, a community of people who were all passionate about it, right. you know, had their foundation in Christ and then were making creative films and content and photos and, you know, media with that. I was like, this is the, this is the dream. So I was like, I want to put myself around people like that. Totally. Um, and the, the the biggest thing for it was just the community. It was seeing an office full of people working yeah. together, bouncing ideas off of each other. You know, hey, I need help on this shoot. Can you come help me right now? You know, that kind of mentality and like workflow and everything. I like I craved so much because I was, you know, I was waking up in the morning, going to school, and then coming home, and then like editing by myself and right. filming by myself. It was all such like a solo journey. Um, and yeah, doing doing things with your friends and doing the things doing things with people that inspire you is like a dream of mine. So I was like really quick to want to hop into that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. So like, what would, did you say that? Like what you, what you saw going in, did it translate? Like, do you feel like the, like the, the desire that you were like, yeah, I want to join a team. Did that seem uh, as fulfilling as it fulfilling as it as it seemed that the desire to want to join things that seemed fulfilling that you that same feeling you got yeah i mean there's i feel like there's two sides to every coin there was definitely <laughs> moments of it where i was like so incredibly blessed and thankful mm-hmm. to be a part of that team sure. and there were other moments of it where i was like still very much so doing it by myself yeah, too for sure. and like doing projects i'm like oh i i work as a part of an entire team but i'm still doing this project completely on my own yeah um but it all yeah for the most part i guess short answer would be yes yeah like it it did check that box of like I am a part of a community now of people right. and I knew there was help there if I needed it and all sure. that but there were still many moments in there where I would I would end up working on my own on projects or hey, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna rock this whole ministries platform and everything and then you just take that and run with it and kind of are doing it by yourself throw your headphones on and kind of just For get sure. in the zone yeah, totally. um, but still knowing that there's someone just over your shoulder there that you could be like hey what do you think of this you so know I think that goes into a great like what would you say then there's like your least favorite thing or what was the something that you or yeah, maybe just even certain frustrations you had working with interest. And so here's, and before we get into this, this, our heart behind this is because we really want this to be a space 
for people again and maybe you not maybe you're not someone who works at a church and we'll get to that as well but if for those who are in that space to they people feel things and having a space where they could be vulnerable and and voice frustrations we're not we're not going to bash bash our churches or bash where we worked mm-hmm. at or work at now um, we still have you know we still got a lot of connections with uh, mm-hmm. the churches that we worked at and the ones that we you know, obviously were at now. So mm-hmm. we're not bashing people. We have the blessing of a lot of people who are, we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about. We have great yeah. community with everything. So we're not here to bash people, but we understand that people that sometimes it's mm-hmm. a tough mm-hmm. working environment. Yeah, sure. So we're going to, we're going to be honest and vulnerable. Again, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not here to belittle or bash our experience, our, the, you know, places mm-hmm. where we worked at and stuff, or even the spots we work at now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we want to be honest and vulnerable. So, what are some things that you would say f- that were frustrating yeah. or hangups or? So uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who can relate to this. Um, clarity of mm. whether it be role, like who's mm. in charge of the vision, um, who's in charge of the direction, mm. where are we going with this? Who are we as a church? Mm. When those questions aren't answered, yeah. you just feel lost. And mm. it's really easy to get frustrated and those are really difficult things to figure out. Yeah. Like I'm not necessarily saying like, oh, I have all the answers on that. Mm-hmm. But when you're not working to answer those questions, mm-hmm. when you go to create things, you're gonna sometimes just be throwing things up against the wall and you're seeing what mm-hmm. sticks and it can get yeah. really frustrating totally. for your team. So that would probably be the biggest thing. And then again, you know, in our situation where we have this big church and all these different campuses, there's all these different identities. So trying to figure mm. out, you know, who are like, we were trying to answer that question and the content we're creating. We're like, mm. I, I just don't know. Like, yeah. who is it that I'm making this for? And so you will get a lot of different opinions in the way mm. it was structured. There can be a lot of cooks in the kitchen yeah. and there are different answers from everybody mm. on this is what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's just hard. Yeah. Yeah. And you can make something that's good, but it doesn't fit right, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that that would probably be the biggest uh, frustration is is figuring out that direction. Yeah. What about you? You so because uh, in a little context, so I ran the department for a few years, and then I left, and so you ran it f- uh, after I left. So you mm-hmm. have like a managerial kind of um, mm-hmm. supervisory, mm-hmm. Idea, even role of that. You. We're more so, for a lack of better terms, the regular person. Like you didn't really, you weren't like mm-hmm. necessarily like in charge mm-hmm. of whole department, but you mm-hmm. worked from more of a like you were under leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was making the videos. You were making yeah. a lot of the yeah. videos, making a lot of content, especially mm-hmm. when we got so getting mm-hmm. the size that what that was yeah. some of the content we were making. Yeah. You were someone who was just kind of had your head down and was just mm-hmm. grinding and working mm-hmm. a lot. So if I'm interested from a different perspective. What were some things that were maybe even frustrating from you that that you experienced? Yeah, I, I'm gonna want to echo like I've thoroughly enjoyed my experience. Like sure. I would not be sure. who I am today without the opportunities provided through through like just even like church creative culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like the first time I asked you if I could use your camera and like shoot a church service was like the happiest moment of my life. I was like yeah. getting to use a cinema camera for the first time and like just countless opportunities to be on productions and on sets and things that I would have never had the opportunity to be a part of totally. without the church. Um, but with that, I think being a very like creatively wired person, I'm like really quick to want to take risks, try something new, mm. you know, let's, <laughs> let's dream big, you know, yeah. let's dream big. Like let's, yeah. what can we do that's going to be different? That's going to maybe hit a, hit a new audience. Like let's, yeah. you know, how can we like, 
without like wanting to just wow people but like how can we like take the like for at least my heart behind it is like take the passion i have and my relationship with jesus and portray that through film and like you know try things out of the box you know maybe we don't have to just do the same thing over and over maybe we can try Mm, something new you know and i think um at least in the experience of over five years as those those opportunities come few and far between you know there's not a lot of um people and i feel like just in church culture in general like pushing the creative boundaries and i feel like when people do push they get a lot of pushback totally um, and things get shot down and being a creatively wired person like it is i don't know it takes a lot to like pitch your idea and be like this this idea is kind of my baby like would you like would you do something with this and then it gets shot down and you're like a little more hesitant to say it the Mm. next time yeah and that process repeated is just like i feel like a fast track to burnout totally um so I think there's moments in there where it's like, you know, take the creative liberties that you can and make something that you're proud of, but also, you know, serving, you know, the higher up church staff, you got to make something that they also have to check off on right. that then goes out to the congregation. So it's finding the balance of that was frustrating for me where, you know, kind of existing in a freelance space now where I have complete creative control over most of my projects. Like that's, that's, you know, a dream come true for most for people. Sure. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, working, working around the desires of other people, having it hit, you know, a congregation and work, you know, and especially in terms of a mega church where you've got tons of different campuses, different mm-hmm. vibes at every campus. Like it's a, it's a challenge, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, yeah, that's probably the biggest frustration is just the lack of, you know, the creative boundaries being pushed, you know, yeah. cause that's what makes me come to life is when we're like, you know what, I don't know exactly how we're going to make this happen, but this is the, this is the dream. This is the idea. Like let's dream big and then let's just like shoot for the moon, you know, and go for it. Something yeah, really good. stuck out to me as you were talking there. I just had this phrase keep popping up in my mind of like good being the enemy of great. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. that comes up so much yeah. of like when you're successful, you can get really comfortable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, I and I totally do get the other side of the coin of like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, you yeah. know, you have yeah. all these cliches. Yeah. But like, I think there is a like, if you're not at least having the discussion, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, then you're in a dangerous place mm-hmm. of like, you're gonna find yourself mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is not working anymore. Yeah. If we're not thinking yeah. about the future anymore, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. I think, um, I, yeah, like a lot of the stuff that you guys have said are, are interesting. I think some of the things that really frustrated me was the idea. I, one of the things I, I've been doing a lot of studying on recently is like the idea of the difference between like creativity and artistic, mm. and so like. A lot of, if you're getting into like, again, like people who are making films or graphic designers, photographers, even like getting into songwriting, mm. those are people who are artistic. They like to art, like they like to create something artistically. And sometimes I think when I've noticed in churches that like a lot of the people who are like overseeing some of these apartments and making some of those creative decisions or even pulling back on some of the, the stuff that's happening is they're not really artistic people. They might be creative people, but they're not people who necessarily understand what it takes. Like when we talk about, man, we want to shoot this big film. Okay, people don't understand how much it takes as far as setting up lighting and yeah. pre-production yeah. and sound and important. So people just kind of go, well, just like, just do it. Or they mm-hmm. under-resource you or they don't give you enough time and different things. And so they don't understand the artistic side. Mm-hmm. And so they handicap or undercut yeah. the artistic people and then mm-hmm. ultimately what generally tends to happen and we'll, we'll have a whole episode on this about artists artists leaving the church yeah. but like people do they get burnt out they get frustrated yeah. they get you know they just can't take it anymore they'd rather have they you know someone offers them like a job or freelance mm-hmm. where they can go no you have creative control mm-hmm. and okay well what resources do you need to do that okay cool we'll pay for that or we'll, yeah. we'll give you that or you know mm-hmm. re, we'll resource it out and so I think a lot of times the church misunderstands 
art artists or creatives. Mm. Like they just yeah. they don't really understand necessarily what it takes to do that. Um, part of that is kind of like what you said. Like there's an element, especially if you, again you have a growing church, whether it's a small-ish you know church or like a mega church. There's so many pieces that have to happen for a church to run. And yeah. I get, I, yeah. I realize that getting into a lot of stuff, even at the, the mega church we worked out, and even now I'm part of a church plant, there's just so many elements. They, they're doing this out and emails, and this has to go to donors and stuff that's important, like stuff that's mm-hmm. like important for the church yeah. to running. But when you come in as a, like a young buck or someone yeah. and you fall in love with film, you're thinking about like, man, I just want to make the movies. Exactly. Yeah, like, you know, all yeah. this really cool yeah. stuff. And that's great. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that's where most of our passions live. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get in the church world and you realize you call it the politics, you can call it the, whatever you want to call it, but there's just a minutia of working in a church space that isn't it like kind of loses loses its sexiness over a while and then yeah. we start kind of uh, other frustrations you're getting underpaid or what and you're just kind of like why am i doing this you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like that can kind of become again part of that burnout process mm-hmm. that people experience and then I, I think the other thing too that i um I, I one of you guys said it but what i think is very interesting is just the idea of um, again, you, people coming in and having this like creative desire to push the boundaries and do really creative stuff. And there's just a, uh, there's just kind of a, seems to be a lack overall, like general big church, big C church, not just like, you know, like individual churches on a block, but big C church, big C church seems to be a lack of innovation mm-hmm. and, and kind of creative, um, like like in inspiration to do stuff and we kind of end up kind of start copying each other mm-hmm. and well, there was a season where well, what was elevation doing and what is hillsong doing and then those i mean they were killing it for you know at yeah. that time so yeah. it was cool to like look at what they were doing but yeah there seems to be sometimes that just kind of gets drenched even inspiration wise yeah. or whether it be like more resources and and kind of that back structure wise it seems like that stuff kind of gets a little bit bogged down, which mm. is hard because mm. yeah. what I find, and I, I talk to a lot of people who are in church spaces, what I find is that, which is not only to see now, is there's, there seems to almost become like kind of a conflict of either either of faith, but even just a conflict of, man, I really love, this is my church and I love mm. this church and mm-hmm. I'm obviously I love God and I, I, I did this to help out and so, you know, but then now you're like, but I hate my job. And so yeah. then how do you like yeah. re- reconcile yeah. those two things? Yeah. And it leaves people in a really weird space where they feel really weird of like, yeah. well, no, I, like I, I know I love God, mm-hmm. but I like, and I love my church, but now mm-hmm. I'm having a problem. I don't like yeah. my boss. And yeah. like those two people are the yeah. same people, you know, yeah. and like that gets <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, or then, and what's happening even more so, which is really sad, is that people are actually even having conflicts of their faith mm-hmm. because they're, you know, maybe having, uh, you know, bitterness or resentment mm-hmm. towards the church, and, yeah. and and that's, you know, obviously mm-hmm. something that's that's really sad and something yeah. we'd want to see improve. So, for sure. yeah, like, yeah, I almost feel like it's too. It's like a, you know, it all comes from at least for myself. It was like a heart of service. Like I wanted to serve. Like yeah. I wanted to take a gift that I had and a passion I had and totally. use it to serve and like hit it, hit a platform and impact people the way like films that impacted me sure. that I had seen through the church. But then it's also, there's like this almost selfish element of like, I want to strive for it to be better. And I'm like, yeah. I know it can be more. So right. it's this balance of like, I want to serve the church and I want to give them, you know, the best that I can. Mm-hmm. But then I also selfishly like, I want it to be the best that it can be. And mm-hmm. when that feels stunted, yeah. it just, it's, it gets frustrating, frustrating. Cause you're like, I know it can be more, you know? Um, and I think that's where like the creative heart of just wanting it to be, you know, constantly pushing the boundaries, but so, then also mixing in the heart of like, I just want to serve too. Yeah. Know? So like, okay. So question for both of us. And I think we're, we probably can round out here pretty soon, but 
what let's say there's someone watching this podcast or listening to this podcast and maybe they're like you maybe maybe there's someone you know they've been in church for 10 years mm -hmm. or so maybe someone maybe on the younger end and they're starting to be like man i'm starting to feel a sense of maybe burnout or frustration or whatever that might be um and maybe you can talk from your your perspective you know mm -hmm. where you guys have, have been in the church but what would you guys, if, if there's a piece of advice or a piece mm. of like, hey, you know, whatever the case might be, what would you say to someone who's listening, who's going, yeah, man, I, I feel that. Like I'm not mm. stoked on mm. what I'm doing in a church or I'm not even stoked on what I'm doing in my creative space. Maybe, a, maybe I'm not at a church, but I'm mm. doing, you know, I'm kind of trying to do my own creative thing. Mm -hmm. What, um, from your experiences and what you guys have been and have been doing and have gone through, what are some things that maybe were helpful for you that you mm. would say, hey, you know, try this or think about this or, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're not in community with people mm -hmm. and you know, people who are doing the same thing, you're doing yourself an incredible disservice. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and I, also I'm speaking like, I understand a lot of people are in, you know, churches or organizations that they don't have the opportunity to work with other people, mm -hmm. but you got to find it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, hopefully what we're doing here is we're yeah. trying to create a space where yeah. that's but having someone you can call up at any time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, to be perfectly honest, you need people who are willing to call you out because some of these things, it's like, it's not the church's problem. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. some of these things, you might be the problem. And so yeah. having people yeah. who can speak into your life and understand. Or just challenge yeah. you to go. Absolutely. Because sometimes it is hard to leave. And so I remember I had conversations with people where they would be like, well, you need to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, and just, again, it would just challenge you on certain things or whatever the case might be. But yeah, I, I mean, I think that's. For sure. So being able to have people who can speak into your life, whether it's creatively, but more importantly, spiritually. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. making sure that you have a rock solid foundation yeah. and that you're viewing it. And again, it's just, you know, it's the parable. Uh, so whenever you're dealing with any of this stuff, like before you take the sawdust out of someone else, make sure right. the specs out of, out of yours. So analyzing what's wrong with how mm. I'm looking at it first yeah. and, and yeah, before you, good. you go at any of these issues. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, number one thing, Get a community of people. Get people older, wiser mm -hmm. around you. Yeah. Um, community is important. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So that would be the biggest thing I'd say. Mm -hmm. How about you, Josh? What would you say? I'd say probably the biggest thing I've noticed is like the church gets a lot of hate and a lot of flack for burning people out. Mm. I don't necessarily think it's the church's fault as much as people say it is. Mm -hmm. Like I know, it, I know it is a problem, but I sat down with a mentor of mine and he explained and was like, the church is going to be quick to provide people with opportunity. And they're trusting that that person knows how to say yes or no and make their own healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. and like the church is going to be quick to take, not take advantage of, but like use you and like sure. want to, want to use you. Right. And you know, for myself, um, 17 years old, just like recommit my life to the Lord. I'm on fire for God. And I'm like so quick to want to say yes to anything and everything. Right. right. You know, and I think the church then gets a lot of flack for two years down the road when most like 19, 20 year olds have been in the church for like three years or like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like I've said yes to too many things and my schedule is so full. I'm so burnt out. There's not time for anything. So right. I think it's like a self-assessment in a way of learning how to say no. And like yeah. learning to, when you say yes to say yes to something, you're saying no to a bunch of other things. Totally. And you know, I think that was like a valuable lesson I learned that when I am saying yes to a project or yes to a shoot or yes to a commitment, I'm saying no to whatever else could be filled in that time. 
and then finding the balance of like there was a good period of my life where I wanted to say yes to literally everything and mm -hmm. I tried to say yes to as much as I could and then a few months and realized like oh, there's some things in here that I have to say no to because right. it's just going to destroy me over the next year That's that um, needs to be a bigger topic at some yeah, point because yeah. that that yeah, for that sure. is such a big issue yeah yeah, yeah. Because I think the church gets a lot of hate for it, and people think the church is like intentionally trying to burn people out. And I just have never been one to to believe that. Yeah. I think the church is like going to be quick to platform people and be like, "Here's an opportunity, take it and run with it." Like yeah. it's that discipleship mentality. Like come alongside, like let's do this together, you know. Um, but then people and their own failure to set up healthy boundaries totally. burn themselves out. Um, Mm -hmm. And then have a lot of bitterness and resentment to the church, which I don't think is not that it's not valid because it totally is. Totally. But I feel like a lot of it is self done rather than the church doing it. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of things. I think community mm -hmm. is so incredibly important. I think that awareness piece, uh, we, don't, we don't talk about self awareness a lot, but, um, and I think almost kind of a bridge of those two points. I, I mm -hmm. think one of the things that I've just observed a lot, and again, I, I tied connected enough with people and, who work in this space or work in, a, in their creative space. But um, I, I think um, one thing that's just vitally important is, you know, we talk about community and, 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 and then self, I think like, like there's, there needs to be this idea, like your spirituality and your, like what you do, there's not a divorcing of that. Like those yeah. things are really yeah. connected. Yeah. And so like a lot of times when we talk about assessing it's yeah, there, there's like, we assess maybe your boss and your workload and different things like that. But then also like assessing like your, like, everything flows out of your, you know, like, so there's physical wellness, spiritual wellness, mental, uh, emotional wellness, mm -hmm. um, and I forget the other one, like social, I think whatever yeah. it is, but like, um, so a lot of times if one is lacking, something else is compensating for it. Mm. And so a lot of times within church, it's interesting. You would think, okay, well, church people are kind of the most plugged into the Bible or whatever, mm. like community-wise or praying. Mm. But like if you're trying to create and work out of a like spiritual like um, lack, yeah. it'll always catch up. And I think yeah. especially in ministry, it'll catch up even more so because and we don't mm. talk about it a lot, but there's a spiritual element. Like, yeah. like if church if the enemy can get the churches to fall or staffs mm. to be against one another yeah. and people to be burnt yeah. out and as we see again with creatives leaving the church the church loses some of its effectiveness yeah. with, with communicating yeah. with the world yeah the enemy wins and that's what he wants mm. and so there is a part of it kind of what you're saying of that you're responsible for making sure mm. you have what you need to be able to show up yeah. in your workspace whole yeah and so yeah. um that's something that i think mm. people need like your my when I'm when I'm spiritually emotionally and you know I'm with my wife I'm connected all these different things when I'm when I'm like really in it with with and all these things are healthy my what I create is so much more yeah yeah uh, inspired and mm -hmm. I'm pat you know what I'm saying but when I'm like tired all the time or I'm you know, I'm mad at my boss and, like like that it it, all, it bleeds into my work yeah, it totally absolutely. bleeds into my work yeah. and if that happens you know and th again that can happen seasonally maybe you had kids recently or you just got married or you know mm -hmm. something's going on it's crazy mm -hmm. like it's crazy okay cool that's fine in seasons but if that's happening season after season and now yeah. it's been two yeah. three four five years yeah. you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna last yeah and so yeah. you have to be able to make sure that your kind of, you know, physical and, you know, like um, emotional state is also healthy and in line with what's going on spiritually and what's going on behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. And if one of them gets out of whack, out of balance, yeah. it's going to, it's going to show up. Yeah. And then, then when your boss maybe does do something and, you know, maybe he does something wrong or ticks you off mm -hmm. or whatever, then it's like everything falls apart. Yeah. And it's like, yep. 
Yeah, but if maybe if you'd have been more healthy, remember been more of a state to be yeah. um, able to maybe handle that or address mm-hmm. that better. You you know you you didn't like explode like you maybe could have addressed situation and fixed it rather than being something that kind of unraveled the whole thing. Yeah. So um, I think yeah I think community is really important. I think having people I think community in two ways I think community around you people mm-hmm. who you can just kind of yeah. shoot the breeze with drink beers play video games mm-hmm. go play basketball with go play you know yeah. whatever your sport is go play do that with mm-hmm. go on walks with having that mm-hmm. community community around and then even having like you said mentors and people yeah. above you people yeah. who can speak into your life challenge you yeah. all that different stuff as I think is huge and then yeah I think for sure like I think there's so many people working out of an emptiness of lack of community but then mm-hmm. also a lack of like health Mm. And they think that working for a church or working in those spaces is going to fix that. And actually what it does is it, you know, Mm. church can almost make you run uh, empty faster because you, there's so much to do and it's not just a job, right? Like my, my, my boss, my first boss and my pastor now told me when he first uh, hired me 10 years ago, he said, you know, ministry is a great he said it was a, a great job, but a terrible profession. Mm. Um, and it's totally true. Like, it's yeah. like the idea of like, you, your, your job is now connected with your faith yeah. and all this. I mean, that's mm. so hard. And so if mm. you're not healthy, then it does get convoluted. Yeah. It gets really hard. But again, that's where that awareness piece comes mm. in to go, okay, I, I might need to say mm. no a little bit more in this Boundaries. season. Yeah. I might yeah. need to, you know, yeah. whatever the case might be, I need to ask for more money because we can't, mm. whatever that is, you have to know that or, or say, hey, I'm not spending enough time on my word. I'm not spending enough time in community. Whatever whatever it is for you um, to make sure that you're, that doesn't start to bleed into your work and then now your relationships at work, your pastor, your yeah. church, all that yeah. different stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I was talking last week um, with a friend of mine kind of going through that idea of what community looks like and the different elements of community and how like critical it is to have people you're learning from, mm-hmm. you know, people you're learning with yep. and then the accountability of people you're, you're learning for too, yeah. you know? So I, yeah, I, I love that. Which is interesting because I don't feel like we talk about that a lot in church when it comes to community. I think we talk a lot about mentorship, mm-hmm. which is, you know, great and needed. Mm-hmm. But again, and I, it might be different in kind of different departments and fields, but it feels like especially within the creative field, there's just kind of a lack of people that we learn with. Yeah. Mm. Which yeah. is just, yeah. um, I, I'm not sure where that comes from. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where that is. I don't, I don't know if I see that as much in like a secular space. Mm-hmm. Something, you know, you see both and, but mm-hmm. it does seem like within churches, I think part of it might be just kind of the nature of like, yeah. this is our church and that's yeah. our church, which yeah. is mm-hmm. silly to some degree. <laughs> but like, um, th- we were siloed. We're very, we get yeah. very siloed yeah. and we don't, work in collaboration with people, yeah. which I feel like most, um, I would say most artists desire that. Yeah, absolutely. Most des- uh, most artists desire working in collaboration with whether you're in music, you know, you're working with your producers and different stuff. With mm-hmm. film, you obviously have different roles, different stuff. And mm-hmm. even, you know, you get to graphic design and, and photographers, you want to be in collaboration yeah. Yeah. with other people, which I think is lacking in this kind of specific mm-hmm. field mm-hmm. Um, within church, creatives, uh, you know, faith-based creatives, whether you're in a free, whether you're in the freelance space or whatever the case might be. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I just, look, this is a great uh, get to know us kind of mm-hmm. session. We'd love to get you to know you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, look, we have a lot of different topics and ideas, but mm-hmm. we want to hear from you. So we would love for you guys to yeah. let us know, maybe drop in the comments, some things sure. that from this episode that we're like, man, that was really good. Or maybe I disagree with this or mm-hmm. Hey, like we read all of our, we're going to read all of our comments yeah. and we'll even make little like videos specifically answering questions. We'll have probably one episode every five to six months where it's just a Q and a response to mm-hmm. certain comments that we get. Yeah. Um, 
But um, yeah, we love to hear from you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you guys, yeah. um, man, tune back in. We have mm. episode coming out every week. We are we're on YouTube for our video podcast. We're also be on Spotify and Apple Music for our mm. our, our um, sound podcast. Yeah. Anything you guys want to say on the way out? Anything uh, that encouraging? I don't or know. Jokes I'm, I'm just excited to to see where this conversation continues to go. Yeah. This is like life for me. You know, sure. getting to Absolutely. to grow alongside people and just do the dang thing. You yeah. Know? So it's fun. Jedi Master Steve? We're done. No, we are not done until George Coltrane <laughs> eats a salad. That's when we'll be done. Uh, separate topic for separate another time. For another time. But this man has time. never eaten a salad that's, in his life. That's fair. But this man's also never had a Pop-Tart in his entire okay, life. Okay, but so a salad? Come on. You guys, here's, a, here's how we'll end. You guys, we're going to drop a poll. You guys let us know yeah. what's more egregious, never having a salad or never having a pop tart in your life. You, this is not. You can't honestly. Let us know. Think, you can't in honestly think. Oh my god! Don't try and sway the people. Oh my god! Don't Come try on. and sway the Come people. Come on, guys, back me up. Until You've next never had week, a salad. City a on the Hill salad, podcast. A salad. Eat a pop tart. Oh my tart. gosh! Eat a, You know what? Honestly, eat a pop tart for me. Yeah, eat a pop tart. I'll eat for a salad him. for you. Uh, I won't. But we'll <laughs> see you guys next week. And uh, thanks for watching.